Good morning, this is Daz on the Count the Tune and the Red, and it's our new Music Monday panel. We do this every Monday. Um, we review three singles that have just come out, and we ask our specialist panel what they think of each song. Uh, we give it a score, and then we decide if it goes on our playlist or not. Joining us on the new music panel this morning, uh, we've got Simon, who's in Newcastle. Morning, Simon. Morning, Daz. How are you doing? Absolutely fine. Looking forward to this. Excellent. Uh, just to get a little bit of your musical credentials, Sam, what was the last gig you went to? Uh, that would be the Conquer the World Tour, Whitley Bay Ice Rink, uh, 1988, and it was the Nolans. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> right, OK. Uh, <laughs> We've got Nathan, who's in Harlepool. Nathan, good morning, how are you? Morning, Daz, I'm pretty good, thanks. Excellent. What was the last gig you went to, Nathan? It was the Orioles in Sunderland at Pop Rex. Right, very good. Yeah, great band. Uh, and finally joining us is Nikki in the borough. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. And how are you? Are, are you are you a music connoisseur? What was the last gig that you went to? Um, I've been to quite a few. Um, one, I think, was Fallout Boy I went to up in Glasgow. Very good, very good. So we've got a nice eclectic mix on our new music panel this morning. The first song we're going to have a listen to is the new single from Crowded House, uh, their first single in three years. Uh, it's called Oh High, and here it is. Scale the darkness with a light bulb. Oh high, oh high, say light. In your head, oh high, oh high, so That's the new single from Crowded House. It's called All High. They've just unveiled that as the new single, a buoyant song. The band's first original music in three years and influenced by the band leader Neil Finn's support for So They Can, an international non-profit focused on building schools in remote parts of Kenya and Tasmania. Uh, what did you think of that, Simon? You know, I like Crowded House. I like Neil Finn, but that's that's definitely a, a, uh, an updated uh crowded house isn't it that's that's definitely neil in his in his latest guys uh i liked it it was catchy it definitely had the feel good factor however is it more of an album track part part of me think you know it does it would fit as a, a very good tv theme right uh, okay it, it was just slightly bland just slightly bland they might put that on the poster i think um, <laughs> just slightly bland um <laughs> is it catchy is it something that i'm going to remember is it something that i'm going to be humming along with in half an hour i don't think it is no okay interesting nikki what did you reckon to crowded house and all high i enjoyed the song it was a good listen um but like like simon just said there like is it going to be something that i'm going to remember I, th I think it's going to be one that's going to have to grow on me a little. Uh, Nathan, what, what did you reckon to Crowded House's new single? I think I had quite similar feelings. I didn't love it, but it is a nice long, uh, song. It's uh, it's very simple, but that, that works for what they're going for, I think. Obviously, the messaging behind it's really nice. Um, and when you listen to it, if you think about that, it's a nice little feeling you get. Um, it's going towards like something that's like, a good cause. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like the guitar in the verses. Um the drums are quite nice, but I wasn't I wasn't huge on the chorus actually. I I, I didn't quite like that as much. But yeah, it, it's a nice song. Yeah, and I think that the same for me really. It it is a nice song. Um, 
It's been a long time since Crowded House wrote, uh, whether with you or a fall at your feet or a uh, chocolate cake, you know, something that's got a real sparky chorus. Um, and, yeah, it just it falls a little flat for me. I like it. I love hearing his voice. There is something about Neil Finn's voice that is just magic, and he could sing the phone book and I would get goose pimples. But this, for me, is just... Yeah, it's and I, and I and, and it does get better the more you listen to it. I think that you know. I think you you said that at the start, Simon. The more you do listen to it, I think it is a bit of a grower. Um, but I'm going to start off the scores and I'm going to give that a six out of ten. Uh, Simon, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I'm going with six too. And I think seven's an awful number. So it's either a six or an eight, and it's not an eight, so it's a six. It's a six. Okay, uh, Nikki, a score for Crowded House. I'm I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, very good. And Nathan. I think I might go with seven as well. Okay, a score of 26 for Crowded House and their new single, All High. All right, next up is a band that we've been playing a lot here on The Cat, The Red and The Tune. It is The Lemon Twigs. This is the follow-up to their single, My Golden Years. This is called They Don't Know How To Fall In Place. So The Lemon Twigs, and they don't know how to fall in place. A whimsical nod to an unrealistic romantic relationship, apparently. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the video, it's all sort of borrowers type with a, a, a euphoric organ song and kaleidoscope harmonies. Uh, what did you think of that, Nathan? I really liked it. I think I really liked the, the first single, and I think this one, I don't know if I prefer it uh, just as much, but it is still beautiful bit of sunshine pop it's very like reminiscent of things like the beach boys and the monkeys and the beatles obviously and i like those influences that are like very obvious um and the song's just really infectious it's really nice it's something like here comes the sun it's just like beautiful another world like where everything is beautiful everything's nice um, yeah, and the production is amazing. I, I love the bass on it. Very good. A sunshine song. Did the sunshine for you there, Simon? Uh, yeah, I liked it. It's 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 definitely sort of indie glam rock sixties feel. Uh, it's very well enge- engineered. Those those uh, harmonies are just absolutely fantastic. They've been put together really really well. Yeah. Well thought out. A well thought out track. Uh, it's a classic, isn't it? It's got classic chords, classic melodies. I actually thought when I was listening to it that a couple of the choruses, the chords changed. I don't think they've actually played the, the same thing, which is a very clever thing to do. Yeah. However, yet again, I come back to, is it is it something I'm going to remember and sing along to? I don't know. I don't know whether it's just going to become one of those sort of normal, forgetful songs. Thank you for that, Simon. Nikki, uh, did the Lemon Twigs do it for you? Definitely did. Um I, I do think that it is going. It is going to be one of them songs I'm going to listen out for. Obviously, coming off the the hype, their first song, the last one, my golden years. Um, that yeah, they have a lot lot to obviously live up to, and I think they've managed to do that. Um, and it, yeah, it's going to be one of them songs that I am going to listen out for. 
and I have a feeling it's going to be played quite a lot on the red <laughs> and the cat the two. So I think we are going to be hearing it hearing it quite a bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I, I I don't think it's as good as my golden years. I think that that is probably one of the best songs that I've heard for for a long, long time. But I I, I do really like it. I, do, I love its feel. Uh, I love the 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 bounciness of it. Um, I think you said it, Nathan. It, it it makes you smile. It's like a bit of sunshine. Uh, in it and, and I just adore the keyboard solo it's just so retro it's unbelievable yeah I mean I'm, I'm, I'm a fan don't think it's as good as the last one but yeah I, I'm looking forward to playing this on my show uh, I'm going to give this an 8 Nathan what's your score I've gone with a 9 excellent very good Simon I don't like 7 but I'm going with a 7 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and Nikki? Um, I don't think there's anything quite like them out there, so I'm, I'm going to give it an 8. An 8? Wow. Now, if my maths are right, that's 32 uh, out of 40 for the Lemon Twigs and their new single, They Don't Know How to Fall in Place. Very, very good. All right, and uh, our next song that's coming up is the new single from Dua Leaper. This is a follow-up to a Houdini song, and this is called Training Season. Amazing sound of Dua Lipa. Uh, training season after premiering her Houdini follow-up at the Grammys earlier this year. She's unleashing her new single, produced by Kevin Parker, if that means anything to you. And it's about a feeling when you are just absolutely done telling people, men specifically in this case, how to date you right. Nikki, are you all over training season? Um well, did she have a, a song called Houdini? I, I don't think I've heard it. You should have played it, Daz. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, all right, okay. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> just, just take um, Nikki off the list, by the way. Yeah. Oh, carry on, carry on. <laughs> um, do I think I, it lived up to that? I don't think it did for me. Um, it is catchy. It is good. But from on the back of Houdini, and I don't think it quite does it for me. Not as much. It is it is catchy. It is something it is something I'll listen out for, and it is quite uplifting song. It's not it's not a downer song. It's it's just not quite as good for me. Okay, Nathan, what did you reckon? Training season. Um, I did like a lot of her earlier stuff, so things like on Future Nostalgia, um, where she really ran into that eighties spacey theme, um, and she's gone for this like psychedelic theme again. I think with as you said, Kevin Parker producing it, Tame Impala. Um, you can really hear that shine through, but it is a bit bland i didn't love the chorus i think the pre-chorus was good it built up quite nicely but then once it got into it i wasn't really excited by it um you know it's it's catchy i think it's definitely catchy um and she's going to keep putting out songs like this and she's going to keep mastering this sound Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it's not not my favourite. Okay, Simon. Training season. Uh, are you happy about being told how to date her? Right. I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Pop dance. I thought it strutted along like Elton John out in Soho on a Friday night. Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. It had that slight Middle Eastern sound. Had the hints of ABBA going on, a little bit of dancing queen. I, I tell you what, I was like listening to it. My shoulders were rocking like an old folk home on a Friday afternoon. It was really, really good. Yeah, thoroughly enjoy that one. 
Brilliant, uh, fantastic. I'm so pleased you enjoyed that one, Simon. Um, I'm surprised that you did, though. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, again, I, I agree with Nikki. I think it's not as good as Houdini, which is is just an absolute monster song. Um, but you know, it's it's a good song. Um, I really like the pre-chorus as well. I think uh, the pre-chorus is actually better than the chorus. Um, but yeah, it's got a lovely feel. Her voice is just incredible. She is, uh, you know, she is fab. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, what do you reckon, Nikki? Yeah, I think I think I'm going to give it a seven as well. I think. Okay, dokie. Nathan, I'm going to go for a six. Okay. And Simon, who loved it, how many are you going to give it, Simon? Yeah, I'm going for nine. I really, really enjoyed this one. Fantastic. That gives it an overall score of 29. Now, normally we just do three songs on our New Music Monday panel. Uh, But this week we've got a very special song being released. It's called Texas Hold'em. And it's by Beyoncé from her eighth studio album, Renaissance Act 2. This is Texas Hold'em. This ain't Texas. Okay, the wonderful sound of Beyonce. It's fabulous hearing her voice again on the radio. Uh, just a quick one on this one, then, guys, because we've snuck it in as a bonus track. Uh, we'll start with Simon. What do you reckon to Beyonce? What is going on there? I mean, that, that real country and western theme. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Beyonce singing country and western, isn't it? How strange. Uh, I've, I've got this theory, you know, that people like Taylor Swift because she's very country. Is that what Beyonce is trying to do here? A little bit of Taylor? Interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Nathan, uh, did did Texas hold you? You know, it did. Weirdly, mm-hmm. it did. I wasn't expecting to like this at all. I don't really like country music. Um, and I'm not huge on Beyonce, but I think, obviously, she's a great pop star. Um, and her last album, obviously, Renaissance Part 1, was like quite electric and dance. So I think it's quite a bold move to go to country. Um, but she does it really well. It's really authentic sounding, really strong country track from what I know about country. Um, and yeah, I had a good time. And you, Nikki, I mean, I'm just looking at this here. Texas Hold'em was written by 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 people wrote that song. And it was produced by Beyonce and Ferraro and Killer B. Uh, did it do it for you, Nikki? It did. I, I loved it. I had my toes tapping. I had my shoulders going. I was I was nearly up dancing. I, it's just one of them songs. I think it's just going to... It's going to take over, I think, over the, over the waves. And it's... Yeah, I did. I really, really loved it. Something completely different and not what I expected at all, but in a good way. Well, I'm with you on that one. It, it took me by surprise. I didn't know what to expect of it, especially when you see the front cover of the single, um, which it was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the song was totally, totally different to that. I, I really liked it. I thought it was, I, I, you know, I do like it when stars like that do try something new. And it's, you know, is it a little bit of a Taylor Swiftism? Is she going down that route? I don't know. Uh, but whatever she's doing, I keep doing it because I really, really like that. Um, I'm going to give that a nine. Simon. You know, it does. In 1980, the Nolans had an uh, album out called Making Waves, and I think that's going to make waves. I'm going for nine, too. Very good. Uh, Nikki? Um, I'm up there with a strong nine as well, definitely. And Nathan, I think I could probably predict what you were going to go for, but let us know. I'm going to go for nine as well. Wow. A score of 36. That is our record of the week. Uh, thank you so much to our New Music Monday panel. Uh, have you enjoyed it, guys? Will you come back again? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Really liked it. If we're asked to. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, that's the, that's <laughs> the big allowed. question. <laughs> so, Simon, next time you're on, we'll see if we can get some music from the Norlands for you to review, shall we? That would be fantastic. You know, you know what it is? Just to add another one, in 1992, they had an album, album called The Hottest Place on Earth, and this is The Hottest Place on Earth. Does. Or on my show? It is, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You can, you can come back every week. Thank you so much for our New Music Monday panel this morning. Nathan, Simon, and Nikki. Uh, their record of the week is Beyonce and Texas Hold'em. And we'll put this out on the social media so we can have your thoughts. What do you think? What is your record of the week? And which one do you think should be on our playlist next? Have a good Monday, guys. And we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Nathan? Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I reckon, just to finish on, we got the chemistry right. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I did there? What did you do? I'm in the mood for dancing. Daz in the morning. The cat, the tune, and the rain.